0: He is a postgraduate in physics from IIT Kanpur. He is a data scientist with a keen interest in creating data-driven organizations. He is currently working on helping companies use data to create products that serve humanity at large. His interests are philosophy and practical Vedanta. He is Krishna Chaitanya, a person who dealt with very serious things in life and fought back with pride. Let us learn from his journey and also get his insights on how it is okay to fail.
1: Hello, hi there. Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series, the Guiding Voice for a Better Future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the IT world or technology towards the end. So stay tuned towards the end in order to learn and make most of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Naveen Samala and with my co-host Sudhakar Naganla. So folks, today we are going to discuss a topic, It is okay to fail. And we are pleased to welcome Krishna Chaitanya to our show. Krishna Chaitanya,
0: welcome to our show. Can we get started?
1: Yes, we can get started, Naveen. Thank you, Naveen, for
2: inviting me to The Guiding Voice. It's a really wonderful podcast series you are doing. And uh,
0: let us start. Thank you, Krishna Chaitanya. Hey, let us talk briefly about your career. You know, you are having so many specific interests like philosophy vedanta okay
2: after completing my post graduation in physics from iit kanpur in 2011 i worked as a software engineer for two years i realized that the demand for software tools i was working with was declining at that time and have done extensive research on tools that have good prospects it is during 2013 i came to know about data science big data and machine learning i resigned my job and i have done a course on these latest technologies I have been properly rewarded in terms of my career for the past seven years. I have been to data sciences for the past seven years, helping companies with valuable insights from data that is available with them. I have majorly worked with companies in the ad tech domain.
0: Excellent. So, Krishna Chaitanya, you talked about the data-driven decisions, which is the current topic, hot topic, I would say, in the industry, right? Because each yes. one of us want to make a decision based on data, and there are some decisions that we take which do not result into the expected positivity and we fail so what exactly is failure in general and why people are so afraid about failure
2: okay it's a good question let, let us understand try to understand what failure is uh, we should start with the definition of failure like so to be generic enough so that the uh, listeners will understand it i tried to take definitions from Wikipedia. So what does Wikipedia say about failure? It says failure is a state or condition of not meeting a desirable or intended objective and may be viewed as opposite of success. Now let us concentrate on the phrase opposite of success. So let us understand now what success is like. Success is the antonym of failure. So if you go to Wikipedia back again and search for success, it says, success is the state or condition of meeting a defined range of expectations. So, as per the logical flow, success is about expectations. We have about something in our lives. Who creates these expectations? We ourselves create these expectations. Let us call the entity which creates this success these expectations as self. Every person has their own self. So now we understand that self creates these expectations about things that happen around it. When expectations are met, we call it as success and when expectations are not met, we call it as failure. Now in general, I don't think that people are afraid of failure. Like, let us understand why people are not afraid of failure. Every day we do a lot of things and we have a lot of expectations about people or things around us. These expectations may not be met and generally
1: people can bear with them because It doesn't affect their core self. Okay, you came up with uh, definitions of failure, which is about not meeting the expectations and success is about uh, meeting the expectations. And when it comes to this uh, success, everybody has their own definition, but you brought up some important topic or the element to this conversation, which says core self. So how do you define core self in general? what do i mean by core self so
2: i mean the self which creates these expectations now assume self creates these expectations which are contrary to the abilities or situations one is in with so, so we understand that self create these expectations and then now assume like this when the, when i talk about core self when this core self creates expectations and, but these expectations are contrary opposite to the abilities or situations one is in with this will definitely result in failure so we, we are a expecting something but because of the circumstances around us, we meet failure. So whatever one expects or wants to do or achieve, one meets just failure. Because the expectations are not in line with the circumstances and situations one is in with. It is this condition people are afraid of. They are afraid of a situation where they would be in such a state, but whatever they expect or plan, they fail. Imagine how frustrating that, frustrating that would be.
1: <laughs> Very interesting perspective Krishna Chetanya. Like many people think like whatever we do or whatever we execute we fail. Is it really true? Yeah, it is true. I'm a data scientist.
2: There is something called reinforcement learning. So before explaining reinforcement learning, it is not that whatever we plan or execute we fail. It is just that there is a loophole in the plan or execution which we do, which bears the fruit of failure. So uh, let us understand. Let us understand few concepts of reinforcement learning and understand why this happens. So reinforcement learning is something where one trains a computer agent to play a game or perform a task without any assistance from a human. We have made computer agents that play complex games at par and beyond human performance. We use something called neural networks to train such complex reinforcement learning agents. If we observe the learning process of a reinforcement learning agent, it doesn't seem to learn most of the time in the beginning. It shows random behavior. Then there is an aha moment in the learning moment, learning process where the agent learns to perform the action successfully. And the agent starts performing well from then onwards. These neural networks are modeled from the functioning of brain's in our functioning of neurons in our brains. Though it is crude to apply in that in our case, I think our brain also has the performance. If failure gets imbibed into self, which I called core self in the previous question, it might be hard to change that behavior. Our
0: brain might take a lot of time to train. It is a very interesting topic actually, Krishnjaitanya. I understand from the computer agent standpoint, you know, until the time you actually have the taha moment in the learning process. It takes a lot of time because it is going through various situations and use cases, uh, you know, to learn. But how can you say that, you know, our human brain takes a lot of time to train? That's a little interesting. Okay, let us
2: look at the learning process, you know, childhood. In our childhood, we learned many things by trial and error. It is only after a long time our brain learned to expect and do things like the way we are doing now. Imagine the situation where our brain is taken back to our childhood. We have to do the whole process of trial error like before. Trial and error like before. But this time we don't have such freedom because of expectations from our own self and people around us. This makes failure scary. It may take a few days or weeks or months or years to get failure that is imbibed our fourth fell out of it.
0: Okay, so it is the circumstances, society and people like uh, Navin who are around us who are actually creating these problems to us. <laughs> so Krishna Chaitanya, what was your reaction when you failed for the first time? Though I passed the course, I could not meet the
2: expectations of a professor while I was studying in IIT Kanpur, She is my first failure. I was so disappointed with this failure that I did not attend the end examination of another course thinking that I would pass it because I already got 50% of the total grade. I failed in that course too. Later I came to know about the rule It says that I will have to attend the end examination without which I will not be able to pass the course, even if I get marks above the minimum required to pass the course. This is the first F grade on my marks sheet. Both had an effect on my mind. I lost my scholarships because of this. I got depressed. I was not able to study and remember concepts taught in the courses. I became mentally weak. I could not handle any kind of pressure. I became so weak that I just attempted questions in examinations in such a way that I would get passing grades in the courses, though I could answer all the questions in the question paper. I was not able to concentrate during examinations. I was not content with my life. I was comparing myself with my friends and batchmates. This made failure part of my life.
1: We can imagine the kind of uh, trauma and uh, situation that you have undergone. Right? It is very much visible in the way you have expressed this. So Krishna Chaitanya, now that you are sitting uh, comfortably and you have overcome that failure and you see it as a very small part of your life, right? So how did you overcome that failure and what did you learn from it? Truly speaking, I have not overcome failure yet. I accepted it to be
2: part of my life. I have somehow graduated out of my college. I worked as a software engineer with all those pleasures to meet deadlines, you know, right? I have been working as a data scientist for the past 7 years. I tried putting up my own business but failed. I still start many things and I don't complete them. But I don't get disappointed. I try to correct myself once again and try to do things again in a different way. I read somewhere that if you really want to do something, you will find a way. But if you don't, you will find the excuse. We need to have a right outlook towards our life. We shouldn't compare ourselves with people around us. It is not an easy task not to compare ourselves with others. I get thoughts comparing myself with friends, colleagues, and others in the society. I don't give them too much importance. I don't disturb myself with those thoughts. You may not be able to change circumstances around you. You may not be able to prevent failures. Or you may not have life you wanted to live. But you can always change the attitude and approach you have with your life. If you have the right kind of attitude and approach towards life, you will be happy, even if you
1: are in the midst of worst situations in your life. Yeah, these are some wonderful tips, Krishna Chaitanya. And uh, we often come across this news in the newspaper or across various media platforms and all, wherein this the school and college going kids, they treat failing in exam as catastrophic in nature and they try to commit suicide or they'll feel it as if it is the end of life for them. So what is your advice to people okay, who are in that kind of uh, mode? Actually, uh, while I was in IIT Kanpur, uh, I spent nearly about
2: 7 years in IIT Kanpur. Nearly about 15 suicides happened. I was so disturbed about this. uh, And I I myself thought of committing suicide at one stage of my life. So, this is a really good question. Uh, Let us see. Um, This has to do more with the education system we have, not only in our country, but also in the entire world, other than few countries like Finland. I don't have first-hand experience with Finland, but I heard that their education system is better. We don't encourage our kids to explore and do what, what they love we impose our own realities onto them. We have designed our education system that projects success as academics excellence. We have to realize that we don't live because of academics, but academics are just part of our life. In ancient times, success was associated with people who have self-knowledge or enlightenment. But now we associate success with the money. And academics is associated with low-risk option of earning money. We always hear of stories of students of top premier colleges starting off their careers with very high packages. We assume money brings us happiness, which is not the case in general.
0: Wow, that is a really profound statement that we assume money brings us happiness, which generally is not the case at broad level, if you see. Definitely, you would need money for something, but not, uh, you know, bringing for happiness. But Krishu uh, why what should be the guiding light for the school and college-going kids to look up to, saying that, hey, this is just one step or one failure in that bigger journey, which, you know, even doesn't count when you look at life at you know, at a broader sense. So what should be that one thing that they can look up to? We have to teach our kids that
2: failure is part of our lives. Examinars, examinations are not end of our life. I heard about a story of a great scholar of Andhra Pradesh who used to study each academic year twice. Someone questioned him about why he failed the exam even though he is intelligent. His reply was that he failed because he wanted to read the subjects again to imbibe the knowledge from them. If such great scholars themselves accept academic failure to be part of their life, why can't we they follow the same path he followed? I am not asking people to fail willingly, but if they fail, let them accept it and get on with their lives. My advice to school and college-going kids is to explore knowledge and learn from whatever opportunities they get. They wouldn't get such time and energy again in their lives once they get into jobs and start taking responsibility as members of their families and global cities. So when I say explore knowledge, what do I mean by it? explore knowledge. I have explored knowledge while I was studying in IIT Kanpur. I have taken courses in philosophy, psychology, sociology, economics, management, along with physics, chemistry and mathematics subjects. I have explored plethora of these knowledge systems and gained knowledge from them. And I, I proudly say that it is basically because of my exploration of knowledge, I am what I am right now. And my journey doesn't end here and I have a lot more to achieve in the coming coming future. So never ever assume that some situation is the end of the world and commit suicide. Even I thought of committing suicide many times, but I refuse to do so as I have learned from great scholars that success or good times are bound to come and failure or bad times are temporary. Good times and bad times are all part of our life. Learn
0: to accept it. Absolutely. Good times and bad times are, you know, part of our life. You know, two sides of the coin. Without one, the other does not exist, because you should have some baseline and comparison to have better appreciation of that. Yes, yes. So, chaitanya you know, we talked at length about this failure. Uh, sometimes it is really intriguing. Sometimes it is really scary. Handle such tough situations, especially for these younger generation and these younger kids. So, who is your role model in terms of dealing with the failure? Like, you know, each one of us look up to someone, some figure. So who is that for you?
2: I would say Steve Jobs. So I came across Steve Jobs while I was studying in IIT Kanpur. He failed many times, but he came back again and again. I would like to quote Steve Jobs here. He said, don't be afraid of failure. The greatest artists like Dylan, Picasso and Newton risk failure. And if you want to be great, we have to risk it too. Absolutely.
0: In fact, uh, I think he is one of the very few CEOs who got fired from the company that he started like
1: in public amazing wonderful thoughts so far and uh, it has been a fabulous conversation krishna chetanya so we would like to add some spice to this episode by asking a few interesting rapid fire questions so if you are okay with that let's get started yes i am ready and excited Wonderful. Let me fire the first bullet out of this rapid fire. So, Krishna Chaitanya, what is the most adventurous thing that you have done so far? Uh, It is like applying philosophical and
2: psychological concepts I learned during my academics in my life. It is dangerous, so don't do this.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Here comes uh, an interesting question for a person who has dealt failure with so much of grit and determination. So, what is your favorite failure?
2: My favorite failure is not to meet expectations of one of my professors in IIT. It changed my life.
1: It changed my life so much that I am grateful for that. Amazing. I think mistakes and failures uh, teach us a lot and it is always better to learn from them so we can see a live example sitting out here in front of us. Now comes the third bullet out of the rapid fire. So, was there any situation where you stayed up for more than 24 hours?
2: Yeah, yeah, there was. The first one
1: was I could not sleep on the day I came to know that I cleared ATJ in (laughs) 2004. Interesting. Okay. All right. So, moving on to the next rapid fire question. What has been... question on your mind which has been lingering for quite long time without answer it's a philosophical one
2: like does free will really exist like are we responsible for what we do seems silly but it is
1: really hard question philosophy (laughs) okay all right so philosophy is something very very deep and i don't want to touch about it but i really take about (laughs) take some nuances from this conversation so really good And probably it might trigger some interest and I might explore further. So here comes the last one for the rapid fire. What is the best gift that you have ever received from someone? Actually, it is a writing pad from my aunt by uh, appreciating
2: my performance in second class final examination. It is still there at my home, inspiring me to handle challenges in my life.
1: Wonderful. I think that that will be the gift which you'll cherish for your rest of your life. So, wonderful. So, this has been a fabulous rapid-fire round and thanks for being so sport and candid in this round. And uh, let's go back to the mainstream over to Sudhakar.
0: Thank you, Naveen.
1: Krishna Chetanya,
0: this has been a very deep conversation like Naveen put it. You know, Uh, talking about the success and failure, which is really philosophical, meaningful, something that everyone goes through irrespective of who the individual is. So one final question for this session. What is your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers? Okay, someone
2: said happiness doesn't follow success. It's the other way around. So be happy first and do the things you love. Success follows you automatically. You can make it big in your career and only if you love what you do and you are content with your life. I would like to share another quote from Steve Jobs. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in future. You have to trust in something. Your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This, has, this approach has never let me down and it has made
0: all the difference in my life. Absolutely. You can never connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them by looking backwards. And for those who are interested in this, Steve Jobs had an amazing session with uh, the Harvard students, a 17-minute video on YouTube. If you are interested, go through that. He picks three examples and an amazing story. Krishna Chetanya, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a great topic and having a great conversation about this philosophical topic, I would say, or a topic with the philosophical, you know, inclination towards it. It is okay to fail, but you need to get up and move forward. Thank yes. you so much for your time.
2: Thank you, Naveen. Thank you Sudhakar. Thank you for, for giving me this opportunity.
1: It was a pleasure hosting you Krishna Chaitanya and thanks again for being here and thanks for being part of the Guiding Voice journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Appreciate it. Alright, so it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode. And today's trivia is about desktop wallpapers and folks. Here comes the question for today. What is the name of the landscape wallpaper, which is very popular and it was prevalent in almost every desktop, which came as a default on Windows XP operating system? I know you are thinking, but let me tell you, it is Bliss. The name of the wallpaper is Bliss and it was a photo, an original photo captured in Sonoma County, California by National Geographic photographer Charles O'Rear in 1996. Then he sold it as a stock photo to the image licensing agency Corbis, which was later purchased by Microsoft in the year 2000. And the picture, popularly known as Bliss, soon became one of the most viewed photographs in the world when it was set as a default desktop background in Windows XP. Like, as I am sharing this particular fact, it is still flashing on my mind. So that's how popular that Bliss wallpaper is. And one other interesting fact is this Orier, the original photographer, took the photo on a film with a medium format camera while on his way to visit his girlfriend. And many people thought it was a a edited or a photoshopped version of the photograph, but he insisted that it is not the case. However, the iconic landscape is now used to produce grapes. Interesting, isn't it? Thank you for listening. There is more in store, folks. Stay tuned. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye-bye. And we are signing off for today. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest.